As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be. Oh man, it's right. eight o'clock. And so that'll make it a. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Hi, I'm Karma, and yes, I am a bitch. Brav Bros. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brav Bros, your favorite podcast from the bros for everybody. For whoever wants to listen, I am your co-host, Steel Russell, joined as always by the one and only El Maguto. Oh, like ooh, I like that yeah. one. Yeah, I'm going to get that one tatted on my ass. I, I, are you going to get a tattoo? We talked about we that. We did talk about that. Yeah, I think I'm going to. What are you going to get? Uh, I said that I was going to get an anime panel. Are you like, going to do that? I thought, yeah. yeah. Do you want a guy? I would I would go through you to get a guy. I got a good guy. I got I, two I know good guys. Get... If you can get into one, the only issue is he only does American traditional now. But what if the you fuck can... is that? Uh have you seen the tattoos? Like they're the old school cartoonish looking ones of like the fighter like this or like the very traditional like mom heart. Um if you saw any Yeah, of yeah, them, yeah. I, like, I know what you're oh, yeah. like that. Uh, you remember shit. Oh, like in SpongeBob where he's got mom and then he rips yes. it upside down and it goes. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, exactly. So that's kind of a okay. like American traditional tattoo. Okay, so it's not like what guy. you see in barber shops, like on the walls and stuff like that. The old timey looking old timey guys, yeah. Yeah. He only does that style now, but he's the one that did the the bull on my thigh, which is insanely good. Yeah. Um so if you can get into him, he's great. If not, I've got a very, very good alternative who did my forearm. I'll give you both. And then give me you, both. No. Give me both, and we'll get out there. But do a reveal. If you well, YouTube. Hey, you want to check out my upper thigh or what? Shooter's upper thigh tat. Yeah. What do you think of that bad boy? The thing is, so I say this every year when it comes to the summer, I always drop down. I always drop down an inch on my inseams. Yeah. So eventually it's going to be a problem. Eventually it's just going to be out there, you know? Well, no, that's just where you evolve into a Speedo guy. And that's when the podcast <laughs> hey ends. <now. laughs> when Ooh. you become a Speedo guy is when we're, hammock. we're done. Yeah. That's... that's my team name in fantasy football. Yeah, that's fair. The Banana Hammocks. Banana Hammocks. Yep. And I got Borat in a swimsuit as my logo. That's a good logo. I know. And Way to go. Fitting for the team. But uh, I took an idea of yours and I ran with it because <laughs> we... Because we need to come up with new segments because we have a lot more episodes now. And I loved your theory thing when we did Who's This yeah, yeah. Uh, for the Who's. So yeah. I Googled some... Uh, parallel universes, yeah. Some parallel universe theories in popular culture. I think you're going to like this one. Okay, I'm ready. But I need to... You got to tell me. Do you want to talk... You got three options. Okay. We can talk Greece. We can talk Titanic. Or we can talk Breaking Bad. Oh my God, dude. Mm-hmm. We got lots of kind of like you got to keep the other two though. I will. Yeah, yeah I got we it. can do them in the future. Yep. Let's just start with Greece. All right, we'll start with Greece. This is a really good. Wait, one. wait, Greece like John Travolta, Greece, like Greece Lightning. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Let's go to Titanic. Titanic. Yeah, I thought okay. you meant like ancient Greece, and you were going to give me some like folklore. No, 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 no. Okay. All right, so Titanic. The theory about Titanic is that Jack is from the future. All right. And Jack is a time traveler who came back in time to keep Rose from dying by suicide because that would have caused a delay in the ship's course, potentially keeping the Titanic from crashing and altering the course of history. How does Rose committing suicide earlier in the movie prevent them from hitting an iceberg? Because if she killed herself, they might have had to delay the timeline in which they were going across the ocean. And then it would have changed when they hit the iceberg, where they were going, when the iceberg was in the Oh, so it's like that... um... Uh, it's it's like the situation where you're on the railroad tracks and you can change the direction of the train to either kill one person that you really like or three people that you don't know. Correct. 
Exactly. And in this case, it's rows or a hundred thousand people in the ship. You think the Titanic carried a hundred thousand people? Yes. And you no, don't what was think it, like that 5, that would 000? be the biggest disaster in the history of it human still civilization? Is. What do you mean? The Titanic? Yeah, it still is. No, it's not. What's the biggest disaster? In the U.S. history? Man-made. The Civil War. Well, that's not, that doesn't count. How does it not count? That's the count. most. That's disaster. The, are we really going to have to Google right I'm now? I'm talking non-natural, so no earthquakes, no volcanoes. man-made disaster in the world. I thought we were talking about the United States. Chernobyl. That's a good one. Yeah. Deepwater Horizon. Oh, we're not Titanic. talking about casualties now. Most cat. This is a really good way to start off a podcast. This is not what I was trying to talk Very about. Very morbid. Most <laughs> Who died the most? <laughs> most casualties in U.S. disaster history was the oh. Great Galveston Hurricane of 1900. Yeah, that's natural disaster, though. So. Okay, okay. Let me keep scrolling through this. This is literal doom scrolling. Well, I, while you're looking through that, because I want Civil to War. <laughs> That's the first but that's thing. like it's a it's a four year thing. So I, yeah, whatever. Agree to disagree, Google. Go back um, to the theory. No, my uh, the other theory that comes from Titanic is Jack actually faked his death and he stole the real Hope Diamond. The, oh, I like the I've ocean. I like that. One. Went home and sold it and made millions of dollars and became Gatsby. I like that one better because the, the timelines than... actually do add up a little bit. That one I like better. But I do, he could still be from the future. And then he, he becomes be Gatsby future. and he knows that. Yeah. And alcohol. it would make sense because Gatsby is always trying to, like, he falls in love with another girl and he's always trying to do things. And he's got questions about his past because he was actually poor and he didn't go to college. So he wasn't an Oxford man, which is what the issue was in Gatsby. So and the, the other issue is they don't know where he got his money. They assume it's from bootlegging yes. in Prohibition, but they don't know for sure. He got it from so selling the, the diamond. diamond. Yep. Wow. Yeah. We started with Jack from the future, and now we just figured out both Gatsby and the Titanic. There we go. There you go. That's what That's you get here, and the Civil War. Theories with the bro... We didn't... Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that was the biggest disaster in U.S. history. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... Only God can sink this ship. Yeah. That's the thing. Smart. Putting that on the bottom if of a boat. Anybody... Like, if the was lines... Titanic an inside job? Oh, see, that's interesting. Let's get Craig on. Yeah, we need to... Oh, shit. We actually, we're about due for other conspiracies with Craig. Maybe I should reach out to him, see if he's ready for our uh, second round, and we can bring this up to him. Was the the first theory, was the Titanic an inside job? Yes. Craig Conover reporting. Need that. Yeah, that'd be fun. But uh, without further ado, you know what time it is. Pim, 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 Mr. 305. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Universe. Mr. Miami. We're getting there. Yeah. He's got he's to make that stride. If they put him on, remember that, uh, I think it's Voyager is the one that the satellite they just sent straight out from Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has passed Pluto. It's in the deep, deep parts of our solar system. Eventually going to leave the solar system. If they had put Pitbull... Because there's a record on it. You know that, right? With the sounds of Earth yeah. and mathematical equations. He's dead by now, though. They, they sent that thing out there, what, 30 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> Pitbull's not living through that. No. You don't put Pitbull 
on the satellite. Oh, pitbull on the record, you dipshit! Oh, I thought you. Meant, well, for him to for him to fully be Mister Worldwide or Mister Universe, he'd have to be there. My, my, what I was saying was he technically be Mister Universe. What if, if that satellite sent- crashes into an inhabited planet that we don't know about yet and kills millions? Would that be the most, the biggest disaster? That the would, biggest man-made disaster in the no, universe? No, that would just be the worst science I've ever heard because things can't enter an atmosphere without burning up upon re-entry. It's a satellite. It's not a fucking asteroid. I don't know that. I do know that. Could be. No. that You know how the thing. new iPhone was made? Yeah, if you watch the commercial, it came from an asteroid. That's where we get titanium is space rocks. I think we've referenced that before. Yeah, so you have a space rock in your pocket. How cool is that? Pretty sick. What a weird way to titanium, market. Titanium, baby. I still don't get that. Yeah, we did, because I was trying to figure out why is that a selling point. It's made out of titanium, which comes from space rocks. Yeah, and I bet if you drop it on the ground, it's still going to break. Yeah, my screen's going to... I'm not worried about the casing. It's not the metal that's ever been the problem, Apple. It's the fucking screen. Make the screen out of titanium. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Apple. Talking. And I'm sure you're listening because my phone's in my lap. So take a, a point. take a note of this one while you're listening. Steve Jobs still alive? We'll ask Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into Miami. So all in all, I enjoyed this episode. Uh, I've enjoyed this season a lot, and I'm really glad they brought this show back. Again, we haven't watched the early episodes, but the last two seasons have been riveting. And as much as I hate her, Larsa is an important part of this cast. And she I is. hate saying that. I don't know what you're getting at, but she uh, is. She is, unfortunately. But she's going to talk about Marcus talking about him being able to dress her for what she needs to wear. Uh, under I didn't like that. I don't clothing. need to see their scenes. Them together. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not because. I don't wish anybody to be unhappy, even if I don't like you. I'm glad that they seem to really enjoy each other, whatever. I don't like how they talk to each other. No. It's gross. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. And it's it has nothing to do with the age gap. It's yes. true. No, it's just, not I, I get uncomfy when I watch any couples talking about that. Yeah, I just don't. It's like PDA. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I'm cool. Please I'm don't. Cool. You guys do your thing. It's awesome. Good for you. you. You can boink all you want. You can dress her up all you want. I don't care. I just don't want to hear about it. Yep. But anyway... We start out with Alexia and her kids, and they're furniture shopping for Peter, because Peter's moving closer to everybody. But what this scene was really about is the fact that Alexia has to move, which is I, confusing why they didn't intro with that. And that already raises questions for me, and there's a lot of questions that come with it. Because according to Alexia, their lease is up. They sold the apartment, and they have to get out by the end of the... She thinks by the 15th, but I guess it's the end of the month, but that's conflicting. There's just too many conflicting stories here where I don't know what's actually going on. I don't think it's that deep. I really don't. I don't think she's lying. I don't think that there's You don't think there's financial issues? No, I don't at all. Because you saw his office? Partly. Uh I knew knew that was a lie. Sucker for a good office. He looked good in that shirt. (laughs) He's not poor. Look at that office. Look at the way he shook that man's hand. He's having a great time with the boys. You know how I watched that scene? What? You are losing money because if you're based on loans and you're a loan officer or you're yeah, a, but that's a financial fine. Like, firm and you're spending all of this money on this schwanky office in Miami, there's your overhead, pal. Downsize. Well, let's not gloss over the fact that she was at a very nice high-end furniture store buying Peter everything that he wanted. Pulling I up in a leased Rolls Royce. Yeah, I don't think that there's any money issues. I really don't think it's an issue. I think people are just going after Alexia for whatever reason, uh, which we will get into a little bit later. The whole... The apartment being sold thing and then staying until the end of the month, that's completely normal. I actually, when I lived in an apartment, it got sold. 
I had to go back and forth with the person who bought it and say that we were going to stay until a certain point. They allowed it. We drew up a new lease. We stayed until that point, and then we moved. It's not that like no. I understand to... that. I've been in apartments too. I spent yeah. most of my life in apartments. I get sometimes they get works. sold from underneath of you while you're living there, and you have to move. That's, I under- that's life. I know. Stop mansplaining how apartments work to me, please. Do, me a, a, do interest rates next? Why don't you draw like a diagram for me? Make a diorama, dickhead. Of an apartment? Yeah. And explain to me how it works. I'll do that if you do one of the solar system and you show me where the Voyager is and where, and where Pitbull is. Mine's going to take a lot longer. I don't know where Pitbull is. <laughs> He's dead like millions of miles away from Earth. We can use a golf ball painted purple for Pluto. Is it a planet? Pluto is a planet. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Anywho. Hey, hey, it's Donna from Daily Dose of Donna. Every weekday afternoon on the Daily Dose of Donna podcast, I cover all of the reality TV and celeb gossip and breaking news. I'm a former TV casting director. My husband works in reality TV, and I live for the housewives, the sister wives, the southern charmers, and the summer housers. And let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app. You can't just make something not a planet, all right? They did. You can't. Then they made it a planet again, then they took it off again. Root. Yeah, I know. But uh, it's because it's an exoplanet. There's a lot of them out there. That's the thing that people don't know. Pluto's just slightly bigger than a lot of the other exoplanets that are all skirting around the edge of our uh, solar system. Yeah, but I like Pluto. I love space. I'll talk about this all the time. We can change this podcast. Let's do it. The Astro Bros. Astro Bros works. Astro Bros. (laughs) That doesn't sound as good. Let's workshop that one. Anyway, back to the episode. The next scene we get is with Adriana and Julia, and this is where questions start to arise because... Adriana brings to Julie's attention, which of course she does. And this also I take with a grain of salt because it's Adriana saying it. And the news is coming from Anna, who we find out later in this episode. I didn't know because we haven't watched the early ones. She's got beef with Marisol, which in turn gives her beef with Alexia. So if she's feuding with these two, and that's where we're getting this info from, and it's the low-hanging fruit because they're moving out of their apartment, so it's easy to point to financial issues. I'm not believing it fully. But Adriana's like, a little bird told me that they're having financial problems. And that because this is what did raise a red flag for me, though. When she referenced interest rates and Todd's a financial firm, which I didn't know either. It said commerce capital on the front door. So I'm assuming he does investments. Yeah. That would make sense that his business would be down. Would it make sense that he's like losing all of his money and bankrupt and has to move? No. Because you know these things ebb and flow, but at the That's same time, how life works. You're you're invest. If he was a real estate mogul and the interest rates were high and all the prices are high, you're going to lose money. So you're going to have to downsize. What's the first thing you do? You move out of an apartment that you're paying way too much for. I think it just coincides with everything. I think the people are just digging for it, and it's Adriana again. I do not care. Adriana is a child. And she will take any opportunity to try to dig at people that she doesn't like. She does this whole little birdie thing. And I love now that Julia is on good terms with Alexia, which is crazy now. Yeah, but I'm sitting here in a precarious position defending Alexia. But here we are. Um, Adriana's or uh, Julia is now friends with Alexia. So she feels weird about that. She doesn't like that. She just made good with Alexia. She's trying to rekindle a friendship, maybe get a little closer. So she feels weird about Adriana. I think that people are going to start seeing Adriana for who she is. And I need that to happen because 
This is what Adriana does. She just shit talks other people and tries to bring them down because they're mean to her. But they do already know her MO, but this will be the nail in the coffin if this comes out. And it's going to because it she's going to force the issue. It's going to come out because she, of Adriana. She does. In this episode, she forces it no, by I understand. Like forcing Nicole to invite Anna. But as far as, yeah, and that's going to start the conversation, even though Alexia and Marisol aren't there anymore. But it is going to grow into more of an issue as we go. But the thing that bugs me about it the most is how happy Adriana is about it. If it's they're actually so having financial problems, why the fuck are you smiling? I don't care if you don't like them. You shouldn't wish that on anybody. They have kids. They have Frankie to think about. Like, they got issues that they need money to help. You can't be out here wishing for financial failure because it makes you feel better about your life. Like that's Exactly. That's exactly what she's doing. Oh, I know. But it, it's bullshit. It's like, bullshit. When she it's, smirks it's... at the end and does that little, like, smile with the eyes up. Yeah, I was livid. I, I do not like Adriana at all. She's not a good person. That's the thing. Like, if I'm hating on somebody because they're boring or I, we know their MO and it's kind of tiresome, that's one thing. I do that a lot. I understand that. Hands up. That's me. Mm. This is different. She's not a good person. No, she's She not. does these things all the time and people are realizing it, but I don't understand it. Like, I don't want her on the show if this is what she's going to do. But moving on from there, we get Lisa and Jody on a little dinner date at, I'm assuming, Jody's house, and it is Schwanky. He's got the the private chef for a dinner for two. Here's my question. Because this dinner oddly resembles the same exact dinner she had with Lenny out on their lanai mm-hmm. in seasons past. Last season, yeah. Oh, this was last season. Yeah, yeah. So my question for you, was this Jody or has Lisa told him the story and he's trying to redo it better for her because she told him how oh. off-putting it was or... He saw it on TV last season and was like, "Ooh, I'm going to do this, but better." I, I, I honestly had not thought about that. That's a really good theory. Um, I think it's the former. I think that we know how much Lisa talks to Jody about Lenny and all the issues that they've gone through. Would not put it past her to say, "I set up this really nice dinner because we hadn't had dinner before, or at least in the last couple of years," and he just kind of wrote me off and was being an asshole the whole time, which he was. And we see the flashbacks. I could see that being the case here, telling Jody what happened and him trying to recreate it so that she can have a nicer version of that dinner. That's what I yeah. think happened. That's a good point. I like that. But the biggest thing I can take away from this, and I'm proud of Jody, because Jody wants a little more attention. Jody just wants her to check in. Yeah. How am I doing? And more importantly, how are you doing? You, Lisa, not Lenny, you. He wants to mm-hmm. talk about you two. And we knew this was going to come at some point. I'm, I'm happy. It ca- I didn't know it was going to come. Oh, you didn't think of it? Ever? I didn't think that Jody was going to speak up. No, I didn't. He doesn't. He doesn't strike me as the type of guy that can have this sort of communication. That's actually a good. I figured point. he was just going to sit there and take it the whole time. Well, I'm glad he didn't, and I'm glad that he's able to voice it. I'm just curious how it's going to play out. We see how it plays out a little bit later, and we'll wait for that mm-hmm. one. But hopefully, I'm not optimistic about it. But hopefully, she can take that and actually take it in and be like, "Oh, I do need to be better at this," because she says she wants to be better. But I do take a lot of things she says with a grain of salt. I do like the idea that the women talking to Lisa on their trip to, where the fuck did they go again? Palm Springs? Palm yeah. Beach. Palm Beach. <laughs> um, I, that was not a joke. I actually forgot. When they started going after her for the way that she treats Jody and just kind of pummels him with all the Lenny stuff, I think that Jody looked at that and said, all right, now I have it in. I can start talking about myself. Oh, you and think get in she there. told him about it? She then. did. She definitely oh, did. And she, then... she referenced that in this conversation. Right. She said, 
you know, I told you about how all the women were kind of attacking me about this and saying that I was taking you for granted, not talking about you. I think he heard that and was like, oh, here's okay, my good. Here's my chance to get in there because otherwise he doesn't really have a chance unless you just kind of stop the conversation and say, stop talking about Lenny. We need to focus on ourselves. And that's going to fuck it up. That is why, because he hadn't done that so far, that's why I never really saw him having this sort of conversation with her. Okay. Okay. I like that. But... Then we get Nicole and her mom, and they're going over the lunch that she had with her dad. And uh, I think it's a really risky game, and maybe not one you want to play, to go on 23andMe and figure out whether or not you have other long-lost siblings. I just think let it lie. I think let it lie, too. I, I mean, me personally, I would. I, just I don't lie. I don't need to know. I don't think I want to know, and especially you know, knowing what we know now, rest in peace, Mr. Martin, I'm sure that... She has a completely different take on it, and understandably so. But uh, I like how mature the conversation can be, though, between her and her mom talking about Because Nicole's normal, and I she know, came from somebody normal, which have, is her mom. But I have to point that out every time that we see it. Whenever something normal happens, it's like, okay, neither is getting worked up, neither is getting overly emotional and calling her dad an asshole or anything like that. She's just sharing new information and saying, you know what? I don't know what I want to do about this. Found out that I have other half-siblings. I... Don't know if I want to know them. Her mom asks, do you want to be in their lives? Wouldn't you want to if you found out that they were there? Or do you want to even take that step and just kind of leave it? So I like this. I think this is like a very real world issue that could, you know, shed some light on a lot of situations with other people that are watching. So I think that's nice. You think this is a common occurrence? Yeah, dude. Oh, where have I been? I don't know. You think that siblings find out frequently they have long-lost siblings? For sure. Oh. Where's that show? I don't... They, there probably is. That's probably a on TLC. Show. Um, that should No. I, no, that's not Bravo. Oh, that's, I saw, that, that's definitely TLC. I saw one thing. Oh, it was actually John Oliver. I went to see him live, and he does a joke where he's like, there's a show in the U.S. called like Know Your Roots or something, yeah. and it traces your whole bloodline back. In England, you know what it's called? What? Because <laughs> he was talking about how much more, like, brash English people are and, like, mean, pretty much, is what he was saying. Yeah. And he's British, so he could say that. I'm just I'm just quoting him okay. to any of our UK fans out there, okay? I'm we love only you, UK. quoting him. Now, he, all, <laughs> he said it's called Know Your Roots in the US. In England, it's called Who Do You Think You Are? <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> Who do you Who think do you, you think are? You are? Which is or even looking. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But anyway, speaking of normal, the next scene we get is Gertie and Russell taking the boys bowling. And my God, did this pull at my heartstrings. Oh, yeah. This yeah, got was, me too. Yeah, I mean, it was just such a touching scene. And it was difficult to watch as she's telling her kids about her diagnosis. And especially with the older one. Yeah, the older one is what got me. The teenager who is in the beginning, you can tell, like, too cool to be too cool to be pulling with the family. He's yeah. trying not to smile and he's still smiling because some funny shit's happening. But seeing him during that scene, he's trying to remain composed and he's he can't even look up. It was just like gut wrenching. Yeah. This scene was tough, but I just love watching their dynamic. I love I literally wrote down love these two because again, it's normal. It's normal, but just I feel like every member of every cast on all shows, housewife centric should have to watch scenes with Russell and Gertie to be like, this is what your spouse should do for you. Mm -hmm. This is normal. Actually, this is what a good marriage looks like. So when you're questioning whether or not Todd's being cool or somebody's being cool and is he being, is John Jansen being an asshole? 
show this scene. John Jansen is being an asshole. John, he's being a massive asshole. He's being a giant gaping. We don't need to talk about that right giant now. Giant gaping butthole. But would it, this would be a better method. Be like, hey, watch this scene. Would your man ever do that for you? Yeah. No, he's not the one. Would your man fake cancer? Oh, he would? Probably not the right guy. Like stuff like that. I Who think. do you think you are? Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> But Whoa. if you get that bowling reference. Bowling, too. Yeah, bowling. I uh, hope you get that reference. But anyway, I just realized we're just like jumping from like couples to couples here. Yeah, we really one, are. We get Alexia and Todd, not normal. And this scene was weird. This was weird. And like you say, it's not that big of a deal. People do this all the time. It's part of owning an, or leasing an apartment, which I get. This interaction's weird because she's concerned about that to me he's trying to play it cool he's like unbothered by it intentionally because he doesn't want people to know that they're struggling and struggling might mean that they do have to downsize and it might not be any deeper than that but i do know that this group especially cares about their status and they're not going to want to admit that hey we're leaving this big place because we can't afford it especially when the next sentence is get a big place and she's talking about 40 to 50 grand for a rental, which is fucking crazy. I think that is it being for the year. No way. You don't think so? No. No shot. Yeah, no, that math. That place that they're living in is not 40 to 50 grand a year. That's a good point. I'm way off. I am way off on that. Uh, That's bad math by me. Hands up. But the other thing, speaking of bad math, that's concerning to me when it comes to a guy that's a financial something. Wizard? No. (laughs) <laughs> why is he saying it's a bad financial decision to own and to lease instead he's saying it's a bad financial decision to own right now because it doesn't make any sense to buy a house oh, right, saying now, right now yeah. yeah oh i thought that's they why meant... they lease all their cars too because interest rates are too fucking high oh i thought they were saying he thinks it's a bad financial decision oh it's period. a smart like people who bought their houses like you did a couple years ago and you are living in a nice interest rate and enjoying yourself i'm right i am hell yeah you are and a lot of it it's a great place here um Right now, it makes absolutely no sense to go buy a place. And they just got married last year. So all of this is math for me. All of that makes a lot of sense. I think he's... And I, I, I don't like that I'm defending Todd right now. I don't either. I think he's not worried about it because he has Alexia who is so worried about it and so anxious about it. And she's on top of everything that he knows that she's just going to take care of it. But she's reaching for help. And he's like, you got it. You got it. Yeah, that's a problem. But I think that's where he's going, where he's like, I know that she's going to be able to figure this out. And, and she's meeting with a realtor friend that's going to show her a couple of places. And all she needs from him is just the budget. Uh, see, I'm, I'm thinking that he's trying to play cool, calm, collected on I think camera. He is, yes. But yeah, I mean, it's a downturn for business right now, especially any sort of loaning. Then don't go get a giant place. He said Maybe go get the biggest place. He said that. We'll see. Maybe they're not going through a financial issue. If, uh, you're right. I don't know. I think that... I don't think I am not going to believe Adriana. I'm not either. And not this is a where chance in Meet hell. me halfway. Also, seeing that clip of Dana, or Dana of Anna and her daughter talking about Marisol being like a dead body, like a rotting corpse. I know what the like, fuck? fuck those people. Yeah, like, I, I, and I'm not defending Marisol. I no, like Marisol's a lot better this year, but you know I still understand that. The, those are the people that are giving this information, yeah. and then it's going to Adriana. I'm not believing a word those crazy people say. No, I'm 100% on the same team with you there. I'm saying somewhere in the middle where... It could be somewhere in the middle. Yeah, like that's fine. It's kind of taking your theory with my theory, and maybe financial struggle doesn't mean financial downfall, but money might be tight. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that somebody actually bought the apartment, or do you think they're breaking their lease because I they think they're breaking it? their lease. Yeah, I don't know. 
But I'm we, taking but, it at face value for now until we get more information. But thing. we might actually get a scene with like the guy leasing the apartment and be like, "Oh, okay, well now we got confirmation." But yeah. until I get that, I think they're breaking the lease. Or until we see their new apartment, and you're like, "Okay, that's a beautiful, huge apartment. That's fine." Yeah, but in Miami, that matters because where they're at now, if you're right on the water in that swanky place, that makes a massive difference in that same well, place. They? Inland, they were up on the deck drinking. They're on the water. Todd's booze. Yeah, I believe. Smoking Todd cigars. I think think it's at least like on the bay or something. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. Hopefully. Hopefully. Then we got Lisa and Larsa, which I don't need to see these two alone, but it was actually a good scene. (laughs) Um, Because I don't know how to feel about this. She says that she wants to be better about checking with Jody. So she sets a reminder to check in with Jody. Yeah, that's stupid. You think it's dumb? Full dumb? I think it's it just dumb. dumb because she said she was doing that to Jody. I agree with no. no like, I think she needs to check in with Jody. I agree with that. No, but setting that. a reminder on your setting a reminder on your phone is also fine. That's okay. But don't tell other people that you're setting a reminder on your phone, and certainly don't set a reminder on your phone to go off while you're at dinner with your friends to then call him on camera and say, "Hey, I, my reminder just went off on my phone to check in and see how you're doing." So I wanted to do that. Well, this just that goes to forced. Sh- it goes to show you it was forced, and it goes to show you that's not who she is. It's and not. she wants people to think that but that's you who know she what is. Like, though, this was her moment to be like, see, I'm doing it, everybody. I'm doing it. It was, yeah. And that it really sucks too, because and I'm gonna defend Lisa a little bit here. She did just go through a fucking shitty, shitty, shitty marriage sure. and obviously the divorce. So she said, and I, I tend to believe her, she said that she wanted to be a person that had good communication with her partner, and she never had that with Lenny. I believe that. I understand that. So I feel like that part of her is just completely gone and she needs to be able to figure it out. This isn't the way to do it. This is not the way to do it. You do it off camera. You can set a reminder in your phone just to, you know, I guess give you a little bit of a sense of an urgency to do it. But don't tell Jody that you set a reminder in your phone. Don't do it at dinner with Larsa. Don't tell Larsa. Don't tell us on camera. Just fucking do it. Otherwise, it looks like you're not caring. She's not. She wants us to think that she is. I don't know if that's true. I think, hold on. Let me let me rephrase. I think that she cares about Jody. I think that this is a real relationship. I don't think it's just a bounce back from Lenny. Is it too much, too quick, too fast? Yes. But I do 100% believe that this was a moment where she could just show us the audience. Like, she thought that this was yeah, a maybe good was. idea. Where she's like, oh, my reminder's going to go off at 8.30 p.m. while I'm at dinner on camera intentionally so that everybody at home sees I'm making an effort. Jody's going to know I made the effort because I need to tell Jody I did it because he needs to know that I heard him. That's all that is. It is. It is. If it continues, it's going to suck. I'm going to give her a pass just this one time. That's the funny thing is I'm actually giving her a pass and saying like, I appreciate the effort. If this continues, like you said, Mm -hmm. fuck that. I think that she got caught in a bad moment, but I think that the sentiment was nice. And you know I do what? think it was genuine that she wants to be better. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. And you know what I'd like to see is a different scene, not a forced scene where Lisa comes in and says, hey, I just wanted to see how you were doing on camera. Yeah. I want a aftermath scene. I want them to come in and I want Jody to say on camera, you know, it makes me feel a lot better that you've been checking in with me a lot recently. I don't think I'll ever... Instead of seeing it on on camera to begin with. I don't think I'll ever buy it that it's organic, though. Yeah, maybe not. It's going to take a lot to be like, oh, that was real. Well, I'm rooting for her. I am, too, and I'm not, like, anti-Lisa. I just... I guess after last week where we said we need to see change whatever, we do need to give her... This is what we needed, yeah. 
it's not what we needed, but she needs credit for effort. And so maybe I'll let me reel it in a little bit. All right. I'll give her like, give her some flowers for the effort and just say clean it up a little bit. Okay. Okay. And yeah. if this happens again, I'm off the boat entirely. All right, cool. I'm I'm on the Titanic with Pitbull. <laughs> All right, yeah. But then we get to the Mamacita party, which is a Mother's Day party for all the moms in the group, which is a nice thing to do, especially considering the last event that they all had together was a disaster. So let's bring the group back and try to mend some broken fences. My least favorite moment of Miami, period, both seasons combined, is Lisa pulling up in her housekeeper's car. Yeah. That was fucking awful. Because guess what, Lisa? Your housekeeper drives this car every day to and from work to her house because it's her car. For you to use it in a mocking fashion and act like it's beneath you is fucking gross. The and whole thing was gross. When the cop or the Brinks truck stopped them because the school bus was coming out, she said, I thought they were stopping me because I'm not supposed to be in this car. Like, they don't give what, a fuck. What does that mean? They don't care that you're driving a normal car. Yeah. It's not the I, way yeah, that she like it framed it is just disgusting. And I, I feel so bad for her housekeeper that has to go back and watch this fucking show and realize what her car was used for. I would hope her housekeeper doesn't watch this show. I There's no fucking way, whether she likes Lisa or hates Lisa, one or the other, she's going to watch. Yeah, probably. Because she wants to see her do stupid shit if she doesn't like her. And then she's going to see her car being used as the punchline of a joke, which sucks. Yeah, really, that does it suck. Really sucked. But when we get to the dinner or the lunch, whatever, we find out that Anna was invited. And what we did not know, you and I specifically, because again, we're newer to this show, was that there is some bad blood between Marisol and Anna. So when Alexia and Marisol walk in and they see Anna's name card down there, it causes a huge shit show. Mm-hmm. Now, my question for you, because I know where I stand, this is an Adriana issue. This has nothing to do with Nicole. Nope. Right? Nope. She didn't no, know. No, no. Oh, okay. Bring Nicole's it. Nicole's not a dum-dum. She's not. She knows. You think that she I knows? I think the, maybe she doesn't know how deep-seated the hatred is, and she doesn't know what's going to happen, but I think she has to understand that there's a relationship there that's not good. Well, what's her angle then? Why? We're on a TV what show. does she have with Marisol and Alexia? I know, but Nothing. she doesn't usually start shit out of nowhere. So, just because Marisol apologized, they both of them put Nicole through the ringer last year. So you year. think this is a clapback? It's a, it's a slight clapback. Just to, I'm going to make you feel a little uneasy to remind you that I can do this just like you did this to me last year. It's a slight clapback with some cover because yes. she knows Adriana's the one pushing it's it. It's still Adriana and you can still push it. And she still has some plausible deniability because I don't think that Nicole was on the show 10 years ago when this was going on. Okay. Um, so it, it really just comes down to me thinking that Nicole's too smart to not realize that there's an issue here. But there's, you can still just blame Adriana fully through. I don't think that Nicole would have invited Anna if it wasn't for Adriana. I think that those two I are okay. I believe that. But once it's presented... it. I'm sure it stirred up a little bit of a thought in Nicole, like, oh, yeah, this could make them a little uneasy. This could be fun. One, it's a TV show, so it could lead to some drama, and it's my party, so this is good for me. Two, I can get back at them a little bit. My next question. So you don't think Nicole had anything to do with it? Uh, after your theory, I don't know if she's completely clean. Okay. Cool. I will say you swayed me a little bit. All right, cool. 
Good. I, I, the thing I'm holding on to is we haven't seen this kind of shit out of Nicole in the past. No, so no. That's where I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe, maybe she did. And I want to see what Anna does when she shows up and how chummy Nicole is with her. Well, that's my next question. Because, well, that's the thing. They did also flash back to the reunion. So clearly, Nicole does know that Alexia and Marisol do not like Anna. Right. Okay, fair enough. I guess my, my question for you, because we're seeing it, on other shows as well, we've seen it on Potomac, we've seen it on OC, we've seen it on Beverly Hills, and now we're seeing it here as well. Do you think we're going to continue to add in friend ofs that are previous cast members? Is this going to become a common theme where we can expect returns of people frequently? Now, I know they've done it in the past. I know it's yeah. not like groundbreaking. Yeah, I, I think we can. Do you think it's going to work? No. I don't either. No. Anytime that Bravo does something like this, it doesn't work. So we know that's not going to happen. Why don't they like focus on the women that we are presented but with? At the my problem of the is that they're doing it for the wrong shows. Like I understand if you do it for a show that just at, like if if you do it for Potomac right now, you start bringing back people just to piss people off. I'm in. They brought Potomac back Sharice and she flopped. Yeah, Sharice is not not hitting at all. You can do it for the shows that are not performing because. Like Potomac, the women don't like each other. They don't hang out. Throw a wrench in there and just see what happens because okay. you might get some good TV out of it. Don't do it to Miami. Miami's fine. Yeah, they don't Miami's need it. Good. Don't do it. Like Beverly Hills is a completely different animal. You can bring back Denise because that brings up a lot of shit. Well, she's Denise Richards. And it's Denise Richards. Exactly. Don't do it for shows that are doing well right now. I, I don't want to see that. Okay. I, I can get on board with okay. that. That makes sense to me. But the episode wraps up. They all get into it because, and I, I feel like. And correct me if you don't agree, but I feel like this was an overcorrection by Alexia because she previously had not defended Marisol at the table. She actually went against Marisol. So I think she saw a moment here where she's like, oh, I know Marisol hates her, so I'm going to raise hell on behalf of Marisol and then remind her 10 times as we're walking out, I'll have your back when I need to have your back, Marisol, because I'm your yeah. friend. Yeah, if she hadn't said that, I would have just said she's just sticking up for her friend, and that's cool. Right. But saying it that many times, that did resonate with me. Like, okay, we get it. Yeah, we get, we get it. it. Yeah. You, you saw your moment, and you went above and beyond to prove to Marisol what a good friend you are. Mm -hmm. I do think it worked. Marisol's definitely Team Alexia once again. And those two are going to go in a tirade. And now we got what we thought was going to be the Tros, and it looks like Nicole is back on the outs. And I think it's going to be interesting to see whether or not she was privy to it, whether she knew what was going on. We'll be able to tell pretty quickly, I think. I agree. I, I think we'll be able to tell as soon as Anna gets there and we watch Because you know, like, if we know right away that Anna starts talking about Alexia and Marisol and starts talking about Alexia's financial issues and Nicole is responding well to that, that Anna and Nicole are friends outside of this and there's no way that Nicole didn't also know what Anna was telling Adriana. The more I think about it, there's no way she doesn't know. Yeah, no, she's, she's no not way. clean. She's not clean. Interesting. Love Nicole, but she's not clean. But hey, again, good good season, and that's the thing. They're bringing Anna in, and I liked this whole interaction. So maybe it's not the worst thing in the world to bring back old cast members, but... We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. Um, if any show could do it, these guys are firing on all cylinders. I think they could manage it. But you're right. It will be interesting to watch it all play out. But that takes us to the question portion of the show. And up first from JPC Murphy. Anyone else want to punch Alexi and Todd in the face? They act like entitled assholes. <laughs> Todd sometimes, yeah. He's got a very punchable face. Yeah, I would punch Todd. I wouldn't punch Alexia. Yeah. But no. I, I'd, I'd give Todd, nah, maybe like an open. Maybe open a noogie. Pistol. Oh, I like that. Yeah, like a, yeah, a swirly. Or like a wedgie. 
Yeah, I give them a super wedgie. Swirlies are mean. I got a super wedgie one time, and my God. Do you know what that is? You want me to put your waistband over your head? Yeah, dude. I don't think mine would go over my it head. It rips. It gets there. I'll I'll show you right now if you want. No. Let me tell you. Fucking awful. Don't want to do that. Not fun. It yeah. really hurts. It genuinely is painful. Who knew? From um, Ali, Ali Mol. Ali Mol. Do you think Nicole was intentionally being messy? Interesting. Ah. Yes. Yeah, we're, I'm leaning further to that, too. Oh, this is an interesting one. Let's break this down. From Deanna or Dina.Sar. Sar. On a scale of 1 to 10, how delusional was Alexia at Mother's Day brunch? I don't think she's being delusional. You could, you could argue that Alexia knows that Anna is talking about her financial st- to other people, and she doesn't want to be in the same room with her to try to That's excuse the herself What's the delusion? That. I don't see any delusion in that. I think that she's protecting herself from having that discussion on camera, Okay, maybe, about her not doing so well financially. But no, I don't see any delusion in that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, from Tough Texan, does Lisa have a job? Yeah, she makes sense. Perfume sense. Oh. <laughs> oh you think I meant, like, change? It's like S E N S E sense. Oh, she makes sense. Oh, she makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> she, she, makes she, sense. she makes sense. That yeah, makes sense. You get it. No, but I did actually think that when she showed up uh, at Jody's and she gave him that bottle of tequila, that she absolutely got it on Instacart. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Lenny. Okay. Lenny paid for that bottle uh, of tequila. How much was that bottle? I'm. I'm. Surprised. Watch it on YouTube. You know what's going on. One. 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 What? One hundred. 1,000, because my name's Whitney. One I NFT. Have, I have my dad's money. I wonder if Whitney has any NFTs. Absolutely. Right? He definitely has Probably got one, one commissioned to look like him. He's got one. It's a gorilla or an ape in a leather jacket. Yeah. With a guitar. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Big time. And glasses. His glasses. Like a velvet smoking jacket. He spent $1 million on it. And now it's and worth, it's worth $3. $3. Oh, three. Okay, cool. <laughs> Last one from Deb Milky. Would you stay with someone that has to set reminders on her phone to check on you? Uh, it depends. Yeah, you'd have to have a discussion. There about needs that. to be more circumstances here. It depends. Probably not, though. I don't think it's a deal breaker as long as they are actually present. They actually care. Yeah, I think that's more They're so. Just like, like doing it to just to do it. Right. Like, what are they like when we're together? You know, like, do they get the Are they talking the about their day? ex-husband? I don't right. know. <laughs> are, they, are they talking about Lenny all the time? Because, Wait. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know if that's a deal breaker. I think it's definitely, like you said, it's, if it's frequent or it occurs more than once, I think it's a conversation. Yeah, I but would agree. Other than that, you got anything else? I don't. All right. Nothing. Well, Remember, folks, we have a live show coming up January 25th. It's our first solo show. We need your support. So please, if you're not doing anything on Thursday night, January 25th, come out and hang out with us at the Green Room 42. The link is in our bio on Instagram to purchase tickets. And even if you have something going on, drop it. Skip it. Drop it. You don't have to go. Cancel plans. That's the best part about being an adult. You can cancel plans. Cancel whatever the fuck you want. You don't even have to have a reason. You don't even have to show up to your own wedding if you don't want to. Yeah. Say, I went to the Brav Bros. Fuck my wedding. And if you do that, if you bring a sign that says, I ditched my wedding for this, we'll bring you on stage. Honestly, if you were having a Thursday wedding, 
probably ditch that anyway. Yeah, you, you don't need to go to that. You don't like that fun. And if you had a Thursday wedding, I'm sure it was beautiful. I'm really sorry. Yeah, and we love you. <laughs> You're a beautiful couple. Bravo, yeah, we're, okay, out of here. we're out of here. <laughs> Hey, hey, it's Donna from Daily Dose of Donna. Every weekday afternoon on the Daily Dose of Donna podcast, I cover all of the reality TV and celeb gossip and breaking news. I'm a former TV casting director. My husband works in reality TV, and I live for the housewives, the sister wives, the southern charmers, and the summer housers. And let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app.